0: Ave Maria. so. All right, that's all I got. That's all I could do. That's all my words could do. That is the beauty of what we're about to experience this week, ladies and gentlemen. It is football season officially. Thursday night, the lights will shine down in Tampa Bay, Florida at Raymond James Stadium where Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will receive their second Super Bowl title as a franchise. But Tom's seventh as a player. And they, who are they playing? Who are they playing? They're playing America's team. That's where they're playing. The comeback story of Dak Prescott from the gruesome ankle injury last year. Mike McCarthy's second season as Cowboys head coach trying to lead the boys back to the playoffs. And that's just Thursday. Oh boy! We got a whole full slate of games on Sunday, baby. We got a lot coming at you. It is part two of our Are You Ready For Some Football special? Here's what we got on deck. Fantasy, sleepers, and busts for week one with John the Professor, okay? And then we are going to go division by division, and we are going to tell you here at PSP how exactly the 2021 season is going to shake out, from division winners to playoff matchups to Super Bowl champions, because why not? Because we can. No one can tell us no. Award season, anyone? Yup. We got that covered too. And then, our first Picks segment. Oh, I can't wait. I am jazzed up today. Football is back. I'm ready to somebody in the mouth. Let's go to work. Roll the tape. You play to win the game.
1: Can't wait. Yo, Johnny. You've never been so fired up. Whoa. Wow. I'm psyched, man. Is this what it feels like for week one? Whoo, baby. This is what hope
0: is. This is what hope. Every team at the beginning of the year, you have hope. You know why? Because it's not baseball where you have the crappy teams. It's not Basketball where the best talent always wins. Every single season, there is a team that goes from worst to first. And every franchise is like, that's us. That's us. 49ers a couple of years ago going from last place all the way to the Super Bowl. It could happen. It could. And week one is all about hope. John, how are you hoping this year? How are you how are you hoping? For this Sunday to commence, are you ready? Are you ready for the Purple People Leaders to go down to Cincinnati
1: and take on them Bengals? You know what it is, Joe. Yo? I see you're excited today, and first, of, first of all, Happy Labor Day, everybody. We uh, it's nice to have a day off. Today. Yes, it is. Um, but the um, I get excited on Sunday, so like Sunday, like like twelve forty five, I'm starting to run in circles in this. See, no, I room. get
0: nervous on Sundays. Because I'm like anticipating see this that's like the losing mentality that I've become accustomed to that I'm just like I get nervous and You're anticipating like, the worst. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong, kind of like Murphy's Law type of deal. But man, I'm I'm psyched, man. I'm psyched. I can't and it's not just about my team, it's about everything. Oh, Football's yeah. back. It's the greatest sport in America.
1: Full stadiums. A
0: uh, full sta- it's I don't want to hear this talk about America's pastime, baseball's changed for the worst. Okay, let's all get that out of the way. All right. Basketball you don't have to watch until April. Okay? It's very true. All right. Hockey, I have friends that like hockey, but not enough people care about hockey to even like carry it to be like, football owns everything. This is the time of year from now until the end of February, this is when football rules the domain. Of course. And it's football 24-7, 365, as we told every single one of you on our first podcast that's what football is and we are going to get ready today this is gonna to be a this is a big this is our biggest episode yeah yeah i love this i can't wait i'm fucking psyched i'm ready to rock and roll i'm just like i feel like i could jump out this window right now and start flying that's how i feel don't,
1: please don't do that i'm
0: not i'm not <laughs> you would actually just hit the ground pretty hard i probably would i'd probably
1: die but it's all right <laughs> depends how you land if i die if i die i'll die a champion okay you will all right you think the jaguars would honor you Probably not. They don't even
0: know I exist. But it's okay. <laughs> we were going to do the fantasy segment last today. However, John said, You know what, Joe? We know what we're good at. Let's give the people what they want. So, what we're going to do, we're going to give the people what they want. But before we do that, we just want to let you know. We want to let your families know, tell your siblings, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Tell your co-workers you could catch Perfect Spiral on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora. Anywhere you could get a podcast, you could get us. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars to push us up to charts. Thank you. Every single one of you guys this offseason would not have been able to last without every single one of you. Approaching 1,000 downloads for the history of Perfect Spiral. That's fantastic. I'll take it. Very good. I'll take it. And now we push forward. So, John, let's bring back the curtains. I want you to step into the light, and I want you to put on the professor, as we've dubbed you for this fantasy football season. The professor. And you give me three sleepers that people aren't potentially looking to start in week one that you think they should.
1: All right, so the first sleeper I got, Joe, is Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, a uh, wide receiver on the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the last five games for him last year were actually pretty solid. He was about above 13 fantasy points per game. He's going against the Raiders week one. Listen, uh, we don't need to keep beating the dead horse. You already know what the Raiders are. I mean, we're going to beat them more later, I'm sure. But you already know what the Raiders are. Terrible defense. They need to The, the Ravens need to get off the ground running, and they, they need to establish the pass. That's something that they don't do enough is establish the pass. I think that Hollywood Brown has a nice game.
0: Mm-hmm. Not when you say good game. can I get like some stat prediction here for Hollywood Brown?
1: I would say six for eighty four, maybe a touchdown. Six for eighty four. Six for eighty four in a PPR
0: league is about twelve point four points. That's a nice flex play. That's a
1: nice flex play. Add another six for a touchdown. Eighteen. That's eighteen why points. You're that's solid.
0: You're approaching wide receiver two. Wide receiver one stats at yes. that point. So, so that's so. my
1: first. That's my first sleeper there. Okay. My second sleeper. He's not as much of a sleeper now. I feel like, but. If you're not following until Sunday, he could be a sleeper. Okay. It's Jamal Williams running back on the Lions. Okay. DeAndre Swift is dealing with a groin injury. Not sure he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play. Um, he's going against... Uh, let me see who the Lions are playing. I think the Lions actually have a pretty tough matchup. I meant to write it down. I had the others written down. He's going against San Francisco. Um, they're home for San Francisco. Um, I like him solely off the fact that he's going to get a lot of targets in the passing game. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of dink and dunk. There's not, there's really no receivers over in Detroit. Mm. He's gonna get a heavy, heavy workload just off sheer volume. Honestly, I could see him scoring anywhere between eighteen and twenty points. Wow, yeah, I could see him getting about maybe sixty-five yards on the ground and a touchdown. He's one of my he's five one of, balls for forty. He's one of my bench guys, so I don't know. Maybe I might, I might take your advice on that. That's, honestly, I mean the the volume is just gonna be crazy for him. Who's who's there's nobody behind him either. No, that not for week <laughs> one. No, for sure. So, and then my final, final sleeper of the week, he's on for a lot of people. I saw him going a lot later in drafts than I really suspected him to go. Okay. Um, and that's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going against the 31st ranked defense against the pass in Atlanta. Atlanta's defense did not get any better. I could see that game being a high scoring shootout, a high scoring shootout, and Jalen Hurts having a day to open a the day. season. A day. A day.
0: You're Talking top five quarterback numbers. I'm ben? talking
1: top five for week one, possibly. Yes, wow. because you know he's going to run the ball. He could score one on the ground. I could see him throwing for two or three touchdowns, 250 yards. That's pretty damn good, Joe. So that's my three sleepers for the week. I would honestly, I would start Jalen Hurts if you have him. Start him against Atlanta. They just did. They didn't get any better. There's nothing there, so mm. I can see that being a shootout, and I could see him coming up with some,
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. you know,
1: some pretty big numbers. I know I'm starting him in actually one of my leagues, so.
0: Okay. Interesting. Joe's interesting. got the
1: busts over here, so
0: I got the busts. Okay, and I'm going to try to go in the same order that John went in last year. Okay. Oh, j- not last year. This just just now. So I'm going to give you a bust for week one. Okay. i are going to go to one of the places you went to, and that's Detroit. Ooh. Okay. okay? And my bust for week one, pass catcher version, is T.J. Hawkinson, tight end. Okay. Couple of things to note here. One, they're playing San Francisco. Okay. Two, okay, they have a new quarterback, Jared Goff. If anybody watched Jared Goff when he was with the LA Rams, he did not like throwing to the tight ends. I guarantee you, a Tyler Higby catch the ball, Gerald Everett could catch the ball. He didn't like throwing to them for whatever reason. Did not like it. Okay. Number three, last season, this is all we have to go off right now because it's week one. Last year, San Francisco. As hurt as they were, were number one in fantasy points allowed versus tight ends. They gave up the least amount of fantasy points to tight ends. And the way I'm going to tell you, they gave up, and I'm going to give you stats right now. This is from the football database here. We're going um, fifth, over course of 16 games, 55 catches for 500 yards, only uh, four touchdowns allowed to tight ends all year. Wow. And then the last thing, Hawkinson's last three games in 2020 were as follows. Two catches for 18 yards, four catches for 23 yards, and three catches for 25 yards. He did not go above 6.3 points in the last three games of last season. I don't know if that has anything to do with coming in with a new coach and a new quarterback, but I just don't like the way things are lining up for TJ Hawkinson. Wow. Okay. Excellent. All right. So, if you have Hawkinson, pump the brakes. I avoided him in every draft, personally. I, don't th- I think you're going to be able to play in this year. I just think week one may be a, may be a, a, tough. Tough, a tough match. Yeah. My second guy, okay, and we got breaking news here. We just got word that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to play in week one. So, if you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and you're worried about his ankle injury, worry no more. He will be playing week one on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Now, number one. Number two, okay? Uh, And this will, this person uh, is from um, Thursday Night's Game between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Okay, interesting. I am, if I am a owner who owns Ezekiel Elliott, I am contemplating benching him.
1: Whoa. Joe's coming with heat on this spot already.
0: (laughs) I am (laughs) contemplating benching him. No Zach Martin, which is huge. Huge. Absolutely humongous. Okay. Let's not forget that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers brought back all 22 starters from last year's, again, I'll say it, repeat this for the people in the back Super Bowl champion team. Okay. And who in the Super Bowl made Patrick Mahomes probably run four and a half miles just by being chased in the pocket.
1: 496 yards behind the line of
0: scrimmage. Okay. No, Ze- no Zach Martin. Z- Lyle Collins is a maybe for Thursday night, okay? I'm not saying that Zeke's going to... I'm not saying Zeke's going to be a complete bust, okay? But if you're counting on him for getting for getting him uh 20 to 25 points on Thursday, uh, I think you're crazy. I
1: and do. And then and Sue just got activated off the COVID list as well.
0: More to my point, okay? And again, I'm going to stick to my theme. Week one, you want to look at... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, last year against running backs. John, you know what they were? Number one against running backs, okay? They uh, gave up less than 1,000 yards as a team against running backs fantasy last year. Only eight touchdowns. Gave up 192 fantasy points over the course of the entire season to running backs. Um, That is an average of 12 points a game. An average of twelve points a
1: game. That's insane.
0: That's not RB one status. Not at for all for Zeke Elliott. Okay, so and you know we've already kind of heard rumblings that Zeke may not see as many carries this year. Tony Pollard's a really good backup, so temper the expectations. You want to put Zeke in the flex? Have at it. I don't think he's an RB one this week. I don't. I think if, I, if the the Cowboys gonna be thrown a lot. I think I I. See, for me, Dak, way up. Trending upwards. CeeDee Lamb, Mari Cooper, trending upwards. I think they're going to throw the ball 50 times on Thursday night. I really, really do. I really, really do. But Zeke, not so sure.
1: Interesting. With Dak coming off the shoulder.
0: Okay. And here's my last guy. Now, this might make you fall off your chair. Okay. This might make you fall off your chair. But I'm going to say it. Okay.
1: Wow, Joe, usually I'm the one that's coming with the with the heat with the takes, but Joe is really. He's I'm got gonna, some good ones today.
0: Okay. My bust for quarterback in week 1 of the 2021 NFL season is Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Interesting. Every single person that I know, myself included, is writing off the Pittsburgh Steelers before they step on the field for this season, okay? That defense was the number one overall defense last season, okay? Last year was Josh Allen's breakout season. they returning Brian Dable as the offensive coordinator, okay? So everyone in the NFL knows the Bills don't like to run the ball, Okay? I would be if I'm if I'm if I'm Pittsburgh, okay? I am rushing as many edge rushers to the quarterback as many times as I can, okay? Pittsburgh last year was number 2 uh against quarterbacks in fantasy, okay? And um I'll pull up their stats here in a second. My phone locked on me, but we don't want to do that. Um they were and where are we come on Okay, here we go. Um, they, they allowed 22 passing touchdowns to 18 interceptions last year. So they picked off quarterbacks 18. That's a little over more than once a game. That's like 1.1 times a game. Wow. Okay. okay. So history will show us Okay, that Josh Allen is going to throw one touchdown and one interception through the air. Okay. And they only gave up. Listen to this, John. Everyone likes, everyone loves Josh Allen for his legs, right? Josh Allen, the Steelers allowed one rushing touchdown by a quarterback last year. One. Wow. One. That's it. Don't be surprised. I'm not saying the Bills are going to lose that game because I think they're going to win that game. they're a far superior team than Pittsburgh. But if you're looking at Josh Allen to put up 45, 50 points on Sunday... Against Pittsburgh, against a team that already has a chip on its shoulder from last year, started off what eleven and zero, then lost the last five games yeah. of the year, and got embarrassed in the wild card game against Cleveland. I think you're crazy. I, I here's my book. Josh Allen does not finish in the top twelve quarterback fantasy star uh, fantasy points for week one. I could see it. I could see it. That's my those are Josh Allen, quarterback. Zeke Elliott, uh, running back. T.J. Hawkinson pass catcher.
1: Those are your busts for week 1. Week 1 fantasy bust. Joe, if, honestly, that was fantastic. Really in-depth stuff there. That was really good. I'm here for the I'm, I'm here for the folks. You always come with the heat. You always come with the numbers. You always come with everything. It's just That's so what, good. Numbers, stats, data. I do think Buffalo wins that game. So do I. And Zeke, I could totally see that. I I I don't I do not like his matchup at all. No. It's going to be rough, not I think. All. all
0: right, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, we are going to get into prediction season on play on on play. I was going to say play 60. Listen to me. <laughs> on <laughs> play 60 <laughs> on Perfect Spiral Podcast. Don't go anywhere.
1: Hey y'all, Spencer Blinn, the producer for Perfect Spiral Podcast, and you're listening to my band Hollow Choir's new song, What You Want. Available now on Spotify. What you want. All right, John. We're back on play 60. We're back on play 60. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 60 minutes a day. Oh, my God. All right. You should listen to Perfect Spiral 60 minutes a Here day. Here we go. Here, we should
0: listen to Perfect Spiral 60 <laughs> minutes. Here's how we're going to do this. And okay. you tell me if I'm crazy.
1: All right, let's do it. We're
0: going to go division by division. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about each team. We're going to talk about each team lightly, lightly but yeah. give our reasons for why a team is coming in this position, maybe one that may surprise us, whatever the case may be. You cool with that? And then after we I'm do cool that, that, we'll go over uh, our playoff seedings, yes. and then we'll go by the playoffs that we'll give our Super Bowl prediction at the end.
1: And then we have our awards, and then we have our picks. Picks, baby. Our picks. Yeah. I have my FanDuel picks here.
0: Can't wait for that. Hell yeah. All right. Let's start in our own backyard. Okay. Let's start with the AFC East first. All right, hold on. I got a Okay. I got my I'll Andy, go first. Thing okay? So here's who I got in the AFC East how things are shaking out here. Okay? All right. I am not somebody who likes to bet money or go against the grain, so I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills in first place finishing 14 and 3. You have the Buffalo Bills
1: finishing 14 and 3.
0: I have the Buffalo Bills finishing 14 and 3. In second place in that division I have the New England Patriots finishing 9 and 8. In third place I have the Miami Dolphins finishing 9 and 8. And in fourth place I have the New York Jets finishing 4 and 13.
1: Wow. Okay, so we have very different standings here. Very. V- I'm very is is an understatement. So, do you talk, want me to give you mine? Talk to me, baby. Okay. So, I have New England winning the division. Wow. At 12 and 5. E- amazing. Okay. I have Buffalo coming in second at 11 and 6. Okay. And for clarity, I have both teams making the playoffs out of that division. Okay. I do have New England as the seven seed, and I have Buffalo as the number one seed. Yes. I have seed. New England as the three and Buffalo as the six. Okay. And then I have the Jets finishing five and 12. Okay. So, we're and, kind of on the same length yeah. there. And I have Miami finishing five and 12. Wow. Yes.
0: Okay. A couple of things I want to I want to I want to do, do a little couple nuggets there. Okay. All right. We don't really have to talk about the Bills because you have them at eleven and six. I have them at thirteen and uh, 13, fourteen and three. We have them as a
1: playoff team, nonetheless. Right.
0: That's fine. Let's talk about New England and Miami because okay. I think those are the two most interesting teams at division. To be honest. All right. Okay. Let's talk about Miami first because I'm going to flip over to Miami schedule.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm going to go to it too. All right.
0: I'm going to flip over to Miami's schedule, and we're going to talk about Miami for like, a second. You have been going 5-12. and 12. I'm going 5-12, and 12, Okay? Yeah. I want to run through Miami's schedule quickly, okay? And I'm going to tell you who I had them beating, okay? And so they open up the season at New England, right? I have them losing that game uh, on same. Sunday. Okay? okay. Then I have them I have them actually starting off 0-3. I have them losing to Buffalo. Then I have them losing at Vegas to start the season 0-3. I
1: have them beating Vegas. You do? Okay. Yes.
0: So then I have I have their first win coming against Indianapolis at home. I have Indy beating them. You do? Yes. Okay. Then I have them losing against Tampa. I have them beating Jacksonville and Atlanta. Um, I have them losing to Buffalo. And then I have them going on a four-game winning streak. I have them beating Houston, Baltimore, the Jets, and Carolina. And then I have them losing to the Giants- uh, I have them beating the Jets, losing to New Orleans, losing at Tennessee, and ending the year on a win against New England to, to get into the
1: playoffs. All right, so here's where we differ a little bit. So up until the Colts, I have the Colts winning. I have the Bucks beating them. Mm-hmm. I have Jacksonville beating them. God bless you. I have them beating Atlanta. Yep. I have them beating Buffalo, splitting. Really? Yeah. I have the Texans beating them. What? I have the Ravens beating them, the Jets beating them, and the Panthers. I think that's where we we differed. So you have stretch. the
0: Texans, the Jets, and the Panthers
1: beating Miami. And then I have wow. them beating the Giants. I have them beating the Jets. I have New Orleans beating them, Titans beating them. And then I have the Patriots winning to close out the season. So you have them losing two out of two to New England. I have them losing two out of two to New England. I have them splitting with Buffalo. Wow. I why do you know, think I have they're lo- gonna,
0: Why do you think they're going to be so bad?
1: I didn't see anything in the preseason that made me confident in Tua. So I came into this season feeling that like Tua was gonna have this like resurgent jump. And I just kind of saw more of the same. Miles Gaskin is good, but again, Miles Gaskin is not a pure RB one. Jalen Waddle's a rookie. Devontae Adams, we already know what he is. We know what Gesicki is, but it's just Tua. And like who knows if they're gonna deal Zaven Howard during the season? I just I don't I don't trust Is this it. all on Tua? Be honest with me is it all on Tua? it is all on Tua. because because I'm gonna tell you right now when, when it comes to Miami if they go to five and 12 he's not the quarterback next year no I agree he's not and you know what's funny is I don't think he's the quarterback next year period because I think that this these Watson rumors for them are true you think they're gonna get Watson I do think they're gonna get Watson I feel like listen they're gonna go I feel like they're gonna go five and 12 I feel like they're gonna regress I don't think Brian Flores is gonna lose his job per se but I just I just <sighs> don't like them this year to go from 10 and six to five and 12 is a huge drop Don. Joe they have a tough schedule
0: See, but you have them losing to teams like Houston, the Jets, and Bo- and Carolina.
1: Listen, I think they split with the Jets. I think I think the Jets get sneak get a little frisky at times.
0: The Jets will be better this year. I don't think their record will show it, but they will be a better football team.
1: Oh yeah, I think it's going to be much like what the Giants were last year. I feel like the record didn't as much show it, but it was just frisky.
0: All right, it's interesting. Um, I want to talk about New England because I know you're very high in New England. Obviously. Very high in New England this year. I'm I'm high on New England, but I'm not as high. I mean, I have them making the playoffs at nine and eight, mm-hmm. right? So I have them be in the number seven seed in the playoffs. And i have them at twelve and five. Okay, you have them at twelve and five. I like the fact that Bill said Mac Jones is our guy. I like that, and I think it's going to pay dividends at points throughout the season. Their schedule to start the season, I think, is soft, very soft. Um, their first four games. Uh, uh, four out of their first five games are against... I'm sorry, three out of their first five games are against teams who didn't make the playoffs last year. And the, one of those other teams is New Orleans, who looks drastically different, obviously, without Drew Brees. I have them starting off the season four and one. Um, but I think they have a tough stretch at the end of the year, John. I mean, listen to this schedule at the end. After week nine, listen to this schedule, okay? And to me, there's only two gimme games on this schedule, right? You got... This is... How, so for the record, okay, I have them at one, two, three, four, five. I have them at five and three after week eight. I have them losing to Tampa. I have them losing to Dallas and I have them losing to the
1: Chargers. So you have them five and three after week eight. Yes. I have them going. I have them five and three after week eight. I have them going seven and two. It
0: doesn't match up because, no, it has to be six and two, you mean? So it might be, yeah, six and two. So, okay, we have, so, okay, you have them losing to Tampa.
1: I have them losing to Tampa. You have
0: them losing to the Chargers or Dallas?
1: I have them losing to the Chargers. Okay, so you have them beating Dallas. I have them beating Dallas. That's our
0: only switch. All right, so I have them losing to Dallas, right? So we're pretty pretty similar on that through through week eight, okay? Listen to the schedule, all right? At Carolina, Cleveland, at Atlanta, Tennessee, Buffalo, at Indy, Buffalo, Jacksonville, at Miami. So we've John, that's not easy. It's not easy. That's not. But the only two games that they're gimme games to me are Atlanta and Carolina. That's it. And you could, if you want to call Jacksonville a gimme game, okay, fine. But at the end of the year, I think Jacksonville's going to be a much
1: better team than they ought to start the season, personally. Yeah. So I think here's the thing. I just like the way Belichick would scheme against a team like Cleveland. I feel like if anyone's, so you got to remember year. I don't last think pound
0: year. for pound they're better than Cleveland. Pound for pound they're not better than Tennessee. Pound for pound they're not better than Buffalo.
1: I don't, but at the same time, you got to remember this, Joe. Let me tell you this. Dante Hightower is coming back. Great. They brought a bunch of players. That defense is significantly better. I feel like if they're carried by anything this year, it's going to be that defense. I think Mac Jones plays pretty damn well, but I think that that defense is drastically improved. You saw Judon in the preseason look fantastic. Granted, they are suffering on the outside because Gilmore's out the first, what, seven weeks? Six weeks. First six weeks. So here, so let me just tell you what, what I have them doing here. Right. I do have them losing to the Bucks, I have them losing to the Jets in week two. Okay. What? I do have them losing to the Jets in the metal I have them losing to the Jets. Wow. Win. Okay. I have the Chargers beating them in week eight. And then I have them going on a run here. I have them beating the Panthers. I'm beating the Browns. I have them beating the Falcons. Right. Okay. I have them beating the Titans in New England. I have a very good defensive line. Mm. That's a very good defensive line. I have them beating the Bills in Buffalo. John, that's a gauntlet, man. After their bye week, though, they go two and two. I have them losing to the Colts. I have them losing to the Bills.
0: I have them beating Jacksonville, and I have
1: them beating Miami. But here's the thing, Joe. I'll tell you how this breaks down. So the way that this, when I did this, it broke it down. It's kind of great. Versus winning teams, according to my algorithm and how I did this, they're three and four. Against losing teams, they're nine and one. So that's where they break their bread. Your, you have them
0: teams. at twelve and five.
1: I'm at twelve and five.
0: I have them at nine and eight. You want to know the difference? What you have them beating Cleveland, Tennessee, and Buffalo. I have them losing to Cleveland, Tennessee, and Buffalo. There it is. That's where the difference is. Yeah, that's the difference. Maybe they're somewhere in between. Maybe they're ten and seven.
1: Listen, I think it's it's I, think I don't it's know possible,
0: but I think we both agree that they are a playoff team this year. They should yes. make the playoffs. One hundred percent. Okay, good. Let's move over to the NFC East. Okay, right, um, and I'll start again. So. I have the Washington football team winning the division at 11 and 6. Me too. Do you really? Yes. Okay. Um, I have the Dallas Cowboys coming in second at 9 and 8. I have the Giants coming in third at 7 and 10. And I have
1: the Eagles coming in last at 5 and 12. All right. So we are very close in this division. Okay. So I have Washington going 11 and 6. Right. But I have them going 2 and 4 in the division. Go figure. <laughs> I have the Giants coming in second at 10 and 7. Wow. Okay. I have Dallas coming in third at eight and nine, mm-hmm. and I have the Eagles coming in last at four and thirteen. Okay,
0: no reason to talk about Philly. I think Dallas. We kind of know what they are. Yeah, they're a five hundred ball club. Swing either way.
1: No defense whatsoever. I
0: want to <laughs> talk about Washington for a minute because we both have them at eleven and six. So that means that we most we both must have them in the same realm here.
1: I have them on this insane run the first eight weeks. Joe, see, I have them on a run at the end of the season. Which is interesting. I'm curious. Okay, so how did we both get to 11 and 6?
0: So I have them I have them actually starting off 1 and 2. I have them beating LA. Then I have them losing back-to-back games against the Giants and at Buffalo. Then I have them beating Atlanta. I have them beating New Orleans. I have them beating Kansas City. I all. do too. Do you really? I do, yep. Okay. I have them losing to Green Bay on the road. I have them beating Denver going into the bye. So into the bye... They are one, two, five, and three.
1: I have them at one, two, three. I have them seven and one going into the bye.
0: So you have the you said you had them on a run. Who do you have them losing to? So I have them losing to
1: the Giants week two. Okay, you have them beating Buffalo. I have them beating Buffalo. I have them beating in Buffalo. In Buffalo, I have them beating Atlanta. I have them beating the Saints. I have them beating the Chiefs. I have them beating Green Bay. And I have them beating the Broncos. You think it's because of their defense? It's because of their defense. Okay. So after the
0: seat, after the buy, I have them coming out of the gate losing two in a row. I have them losing to Tampa. And I have them losing in Carolina.
1: I have them going two and two on kind of the like bye.
0: sleepwalking in Carolina a little bit, right? Yeah. They're going to overlook Carolina, right? Because because the week after Carolina, they have to play Seattle on a Monday night.
1: I do have them
0: beating Carolina. I have them beating Seattle, and this is the Seattle game where I have this run for Washington. Okay, because after the Carolina game, I have them at five and five, and then I have them going on a run from the end of November to the beginning of January. I Have them beating Seattle, beating Vegas, beating Dallas, losing in Philly is their only other loss during the rest of the season. I have that as well. Then I have them beating I have them I have them sweeping Dallas. I have them beating Philly and then I have them winning in New York to end the season to go 11 and
1: 6. Okay, so real quick after the bye, I have them losing to the Bucs, I have them beating the Panthers, I have them losing to Seattle, I have them beating the Raiders. I have the Cowboys beating them in Washington. I have them beating the Eagles in Philly, I have them winning in Dallas. Mhm. They swap. I have them beating Philly at home, and I have the Giants beating them at Week 18.
0: So yeah, we just. Flop. I think they're. De- I think when you go seven and nine without a quarterback, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick can win them four of those games they lost last year. Of course, I don't think that's a stretch. I. I don't. Not at all. I mean, I looking at the teams, at the games that you know. Are there a couple of games that you may think are a little crazy that they win? Sure. I mean, the only games that I have on the schedule that I think that they may struggle with are the Seattle game and the Kansas City game. If they lose both those games, they put them at uh, 9 and 8. However, I think they're improved.
1: 100%. I think Antonio
0: Gibson becomes a stud running back this season. Yep. I think Terry McLaurin goes into that stratosphere as as uh, top 10 wide receiver in the NFL.
1: Um and I think they're I think they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. I really yeah. really do. and I think they have who's going to be probably the best defensive player in football, Chase Young. Okay, that team that team is they're going to be good, very good. So
0: quickly, I have the Giants going seven and ten. You have them going ten and seven. Can you just tell me why you have them going ten? And so
1: I have them going ten and seven. I'll tell you who, my schedule where I have them at. I have them beating the Broncos. I have them beating Washington week two. I have them beating Atlanta, starting off three and zero. I've been losing to New Orleans. I've been losing to Dallas in Dallas. I have the Rams beating them. I, then they're they're three and three through six. So they're six. three and three after six. I've been beating the Panthers. I've them losing to the Chiefs. I've been beating the Raiders. I'm losing to the Bucks. I've been beating the Eagles at home. I have the Dolphins beating them. They lose in Miami. They lose in L.A. They win at home against Dallas, and they basically go four and zero to the end of the season. They beat Philly. They beat the Bears, and they beat Washington.
0: So you have them at six and seven. Going into the last four games, you have them winning four to go 10
1: and seven. Yeah, but at 10 and seven, they missed the playoffs.
0: Wow. You have them missing the playoffs at 10 and seven.
1: They actually would just miss. So they would be in the hunt basically the whole year and they would just miss. They'd be the eight seed.
0: For context, I have Washington as the four seed at 11 and six, and I have the Cowboys as the seven at nine
1: and eight. Washington is my four seed as well. Okay.
0: So let's go to the AFC North. Okay. Okay. I have Cleveland winning division at 12 and five okay I have Baltimore coming in second at 10 and seven I have Pittsburgh coming in third at seven and 10 and I have Cincinnati coming in last place however I have been finishing at six and 11.
1: we are much very, better than last year we're very close on this too Joe I have Cleveland who is technically my two seed in the AFC
0: mm-hmm. going
1: 13 and four right I have Baltimore at eight and nine missing the playoffs uh-huh. I have the Steelers at six and 11. Mm-hmm. And I have Cincinnati at four and thirteen.
0: Okay, the only team I want to talk about in this division is Baltimore. Okay, because I think they're fascinating,
1: very fascinating. I
0: think you had the, I had them at ten and seven. You had them at eight and nine, John. I could have put them at eight and nine very easily. I feel like
1: they have a really fucking hard schedule. I mean,
0: I I just it's not really about the schedule. It's about the team. It's About the team. I don't. Yes, they went into Tennessee and they won a wild card game last year. I'm with you. I know I'm the minority in this, but I don't think Lamar Jackson is that
1: good. I think the jig is up on him. I
0: think he's a phenomenal fantasy quarterback. That's the only term I'm ever using him as phenomenal. I don't think he's a quarterback that wins you a Super Bowl. I agree. I don't. I hope he proves me wrong, but I just don't see it. A quarterback... Who is better at running than passing is not a guy you want leading your
1: offense. I mean, you could already tell that they might feel the same way because they have not spoken about an extension. And it I think they're gonna extend him. Of I mean, course they true. have to. I mean, he's won an MVP, he's an all-pro. But at the same time, Joe, I agree with you. I'm not I don't believe in this team. I don't believe in this team. There's just something about them that I just don't like. Their shot was two years ago. They they it's just there's something like. They have the corners but Marcus Peters is another year old and Marcus Peters a lot of times last year got killed. He got killed. He's a bullhawk. He he takes chances. I I know and he and he it he pays for him a lot of times. I mean still Grand you have Marlon Humphreys probably one of the best corners in football. They have Jimmy Smith. Listen, I they have all the pieces but something about this team just does not sit right with me. Which I know is why it's I have weird, right? I
0: just I'm looking through this I'm like, "God, uh...
1: Yeah. Like I feel like they're gonna win games that they shouldn't. And I feel like they're gonna lose games that they shouldn't. You know what they remind me of? And I just thought of this. Talk tell me. They remind me of that Chargers team a couple of years ago. Oh. Where it was like it could've like, every week it could've won either way. They lost like six like one possession games, something like that. Yeah, it's just it's something about them just seems like if if Lamar has the ball with two minutes left, I'm uh, Like just I for don't instance, like
0: it. I have them I have them like, you know, beating uh I have them beating the Rams in Week 17, but I have them losing to Denver in Week Four. Like I have I, them I,
1: losing to Denver too. I can't.
0: I, I can't. I can't figure it out. I have them losing to Cincinnati, but I have them beating Green Bay. I. I <laughs> it's 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 a it's a conundrum because I feel like they're a team that again they they're, they're going to rise to the occasion when they need to. But they're also going to falter when you know they're going to get like creeped up from behind. Ultimately, I think their schedule is is light enough where I think that they could go ten and seven. Mm-hmm. And I think I do have them making the playoffs as the six seed. I just I don't I think in 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 my playoff uh in my playoff preview I have them going one and done. I have them getting knocked down in the wild card game.
1: So, Joe, here's here's my situation with them. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a run through on my what I did with them. <laughs> I, all right, Joe is currently are you all right? <coughs> I'm dying. <laughs> we can't talk about Baltimore. This is what it does. All right. So, what I have for them is I have them beating the Raiders week one. I have them losing to the Chiefs. I have them beating the Lions. I have them. I have them losing to the to the Broncos. I have them beating the Colts. I have them losing to the Chargers, beating Bengals, losing to the Vikings, beating the Dolphins, beating the Bears. Joe's still dying. Um, losing to the Browns, beating the Steelers. They they lose both to the Browns. They lose at home to the Browns, and they, then they lose um, – in Cleveland Losing to the Packers Beating the Bengals Losing to the Rams And losing to the Steelers To finish out the season I just I, Something about them I don't see it And then in my algorithm I have them 1-8 and eight Against winning teams And then I have them 7-1 and one against losing teams But it's just something About them Joe I just I, I know what you mean When you say you can't You can't put your finger on it It's, it's just, like, just it we, it's weird It could go either thing. way
0: like, It's a weird thing oh Okay I'm sorry That's my thing Um, All right, let's go to the the NFC North. Um, Oh, my backyard, okay. Your backyard, yes. Don't hate me. That's how I'm going to preface this.
1: Okay. Okay. All right, so we're already going to be different on this.
0: Okay. So I have the Green Bay Packers winning the division at 13 and 4. Okay. Okay. I have the Chicago Bears coming in second place at 7 and 10.
1: All right, I already see where this is going. Okay.
0: I have the Minnesota Vikings coming in third at 5 and 12.
1: Interesting. Okay,
0: and I have the Detroit Lions coming in last at four and thirteen. All right, we're way different in this. I
1: want you to give me your prediction, and then I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So I have Green Bay as my three seed in the NFC. Okay, having winning the division at twelve and five. Right. I have the Vikings as the seven seed mm-hmm. in the NFC, going eleven and six.
0: Wow, vastly different. Oh Very my different. God.
1: I have the Bears at five and twelve, and I have the Lions at two and fifteen. The Lions, for reference. This so it's cool with this thing I did. It actually shows me. Who's
0: they're the number one pick?
1: They're not. They're actually the number two pick.
0: Okay. Houston number one? No. Oh, interesting.
1: There's another team. Houston's actually the third overall pick. Hmm.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right.
1: So where do you want to go? You want to go to Minnesota? Yes, we have to. I think that's
0: the only really one we need to talk about. I mean, Chicago, I have seven and ten, you have them five and twelve. Detroit, there's no sense of talking about them. Yes. Green Bay, we know what they are. That's fine.
1: Okay. Okay. I think... Wait, can I talk about the Vikings first? Sure, go ahead. So, when I went through their schedule, I had them winning all the games that they should win. Right? So, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Lions, the Panthers, the Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers. I feel like those are all games they could win. I could see them losing to the Ravens and the Chargers, though. But I feel like going against a lot of teams that were losing teams last year, that's Kirk Cousins' bread and butter. He (laughs) loves to play against losing teams. No, it's true, though. It's true, though. Okay. And then I have them splitting with the Packers. I have them beating the Lions two times, beating the Steelers, splitting with the Bears. And they lose to all the teams that they should lose to. Seattle, Cleveland, 49ers, Packers, Rams. They lose to all the teams that they should lose to, in my opinion. Okay. Listen to me.
0: This may be hard for you to hear as a fan.
1: That's why I'm here.
0: Okay. Okay. I level you when you need to be leveled, and you level me when I need to be leveled. Okay, go ahead. There comes a time in every franchise where things just fall apart. And sometimes they fall apart for the best possible reason they could fall apart for. And I think this year... There was one team that I was looking at living through this process, and I said, there's going to be a team that just falls off the face of the earth this year. And who is that team going to be? Every year it happens to one oh, team. Of course, there's one team, yeah. And I think it's the Vikings. And I think it's because of multiple things. I think I think it's going to be the perfect storm. I think Mike Zimmer's going to lose a locker room. I think he already is, personally. I, uh, I think he already is losing the locker room. Uh-huh. I, think, I think by mid-year, he already will have. Cousins, I feel like, is a doormat. He's They drafted Kellen Mond in the third round. They clearly don't trust him in a big spot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not crazy about their defense. Okay. I I think we spoke about this to before. Even you're not expecting a great year from Adam Thielen.
1: I'm not expecting a great year from Adam Thielen. You
0: know? And their schedule, I mean, John, I'll be honest with you. I have them losing their first three games. I have them losing in Cincy. I have them losing in Arizona. I have them losing to Seattle.
1: Please don't tell me that they lose to Cincy. I took them minus three and a half.
0: Well, we'll get to our picks later. (laughs) (laughs) But I just feel like there's something missing from this team. And I feel like the soul is missing from them. I feel like they're almost like a soulless team. I agree. And I think the best thing for them would be for this to happen. I feel like the best thing for them would be to go five and 12, four and 13, get a top five pick, move on from Kirk Cousins, move on from Mike Zimmer, completely rebuild the franchise. It's the perfect time. Think about it. So think of it's a perfect time, okay? Aaron Rodgers is there for another year, okay? So even you said, you're not let's be, be, be frank, you have Minnesota making the playoffs? I don't. You really think your team's a Super Bowl contender?
1: Absolutely not. Okay.
0: Okay. Wouldn't it be in the realm of possibilities that you would feel better about the team moving forward next year if Kirk was gone and Zimmer was gone, and you kind of started fresh with all these new
1: faces? So here's the thing, Joe. I agree with you. I think that this team is kind of soulless. I don't think... I think the Everson Griffin signing actually showed you a little something where it was like there is no defined leader on this team. Mm. And Everson Griffin coming back is like he's a staple in Minnesota. He was always a voice in the locker room, a defensive voice in the locker room, just an overall voice in the locker room. Like... You saw it throughout his entire tenure there. He's fantastic, and now he's back. Cousins this offseason rubbed me the wrong way for a magnitude of reasons. Okay. I think he's there to collect a paycheck, and that's it. I don't think he wants to be in Minnesota. I don't think he, I don't even know if he truly cares about football. But at the same time, I do like Zimmer, though. I will say that. I mean, but granted, listen, he's been my coach forever. I'm not going to like say I don't like him, but I think that the way that this team has drafted the last few years and the way that this team has approached free agency the last few years, I feel like they've had times where they've went all in and then they've had times where it's like, we're going to step back and we're going to draft a corner. Who's and now gonna I feel like I have no team. idea where they are. And I do feel a little lost with them, but we're getting Michael Pierce back. We have uh, what's Tomlinson from the giants who just signed. I like him. We locked a Harrison Smith, but we do have question marks at corner. We do have question marks at corner. Mm. Um, Linebackers are getting old. Kendrick's coming off of an injury, and Anthony Barr was horrendous last year. It was bad? Very bad last year. He was picked on constantly every single week. Jefferson is a shining star on offense. Dalvin Cook, you already know what you're getting. Right. And Thielen, I feel like, is a regression candidate. I mean, Thielen, I was looking at his numbers last year. 72 receptions, 935 yards, and 14 touchdowns. Granted, on paper, that looks fantastic, but we're talking about a guy who had 175 targets a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Listen, I agree, but I do see them making the playoffs just off of the strength that they have. So many veterans on that team, mm. they wouldn't, they won't go anywhere if they get into the playoffs. They lose in the wild card.
0: I just think that from 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 the from the Baltimore game on, at the end of their schedule, from week nine to week eighteen, John, that second half of the schedule is is even if you want to go before and go to the Dallas game, that is br- Dallas at Baltimore at L. A. Chargers home against the Packers in San Fran in Detroit. Uh, against the Steelers in Chicago, against the Rams in Green Bay, and then home against Chicago,
1: John. That is tough sledding. That's tough, but you know what's funny? That is, is I,
0: tough sledding.
1: I have them going seven and three down that stretch. Wow! Holy Christ! I have them winning three games in that stretch. So the difference is the, that Baltimore, the Baltimore game and the Chargers game. I feel like those games can go either way. Those games go either way, and that can make or break the season. One of those games could push them out of the playoffs, in my opinion. I have them at twelve and five. Wow. Okay, Minnesota conundrum. A conundrum. I'm at eleven and six. I'm sorry. All
0: right, let's go to the AFC South. All right, here we go. You ready? Newsflash, folks. I do not have the Jacksonville Jaguars winning the division. Okay. I have the Tennessee Titans doing that at
1: 12 and 5. We are already very different.
0: I have the Indianapolis Colts coming in second place at 7 and 10. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in third place also at 7 and 10. And I have the Houston Texans coming in last at 2 and
1: 15. Okay. So real quick, I have Indy actually winning the division and being my four seed. Okay. I have them at 10 and 7.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: I have Tennessee just missing the playoffs at 9 and 8. I I hope to god that comes true. I have Jacksonville 7 and 10. Okay. And I have Houston at 2 and 15 as well. Okay. So, who do you want to talk about in this division? Um the Colts. Which by the way, can we just say it if Jacksonville 7 and 10 marketed improvement. If Jacksonville is 7 and 10, I will throw a party because that is
0: that is just from 1 and 15 to 7 and 10, god that would just tell me that Urban, whatever Urban Meyer is preaching, it's working.
1: Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence's six wins.
0: So I'm all I'm all yes, but there's no need. To, we both have him at seven and ten. I'm both have them seven. No 10. need to discuss. You want to talk about Indy? I want to talk about the Colts because I think the Colts are interesting. I basically don't like Carson Wentz. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fair.
1: That's very fair. It's
0: pretty much where I'm at with them. Um, talk about a tough schedule coming out of the gate. The Indie has a very tough schedule coming out of the gate. Their first five weeks are as follows, home against Seattle, home against the Rams, in Tennessee, in Miami, in Baltimore on Monday Night Football, and then after the reprieve against the Texans, they are in San Francisco, and then home against the Titans. That is a tough stretch. For the record, I have them beating Seattle on opening week, and I have them then losing the next four games to the Rams, the Titans, the Dolphins, and the Ravens.
1: So I have them at four and four up to week eight.
0: I have them at three and three and five.
1: Yeah. So I have them losing week one. I think that that's where we're different there. I have them losing week two. I have them beating the Titans in Tennessee and I've them beating Miami in Miami. So I have them splitting with Tennessee. I just have them beating
0: Tennessee at home.
1: Okay. I have
0: them splitting with Jacksonville. I have them splitting with Houston. I have them going three and three in the division. Um, and I have them
1: going...
0: I'm 4-2. 1-1. 1-2. I have them going 1-3 and three against the NFC West. I have the only win against the Seattle Seahawks. I have been losing to Frisco. I have them losing to LA. And I have them losing to Arizona. So that gives them six losses right there. And then I have them splitting pretty much the rest of their schedule.
1: You know what's interesting? From Week 12 on... So Week 12, obviously, Buccaneers... Bucks are beating them. Mm-hmm. I'm not even questioning. Them. I have them losing to Houston in Week 13. See, I have them beating Houston in week 13. After the bye week, though, home for New England, in Arizona, home for the Raiders, at Jacksonville. I have them going 4-0. F- and o. I have them to going 2-2. The two two. I'm just telling you, you could pencil it in now. The Colts and the Jaguars always split. Oh, no, I do have them splitting. I have okay. the Jaguars beat like winning in Indy.
0: Yeah, they... Um, the ja- they always split. I have them beating New England at home. I have them losing in Arizona, and I have them beating Vegas, and I have them losing to Jacksonville in Week 18.
1: That's fair. Okay. All right, so that's where we're different. I have them as my four seed in the. That's AFC. fine.
0: Uh, all right, let's go to the NFC, the, a- the NFC South. Okay. Um. Okay. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 15 and
1: two. Me too.
0: Um. I think they have a very, very soft schedule this season. I have the New Orleans Saints coming in second place at eight and nine. Me too. I have the Carolina Panthers coming at third at seven and ten.
1: Holy shit, me too. Are we going to go four for four in this division? And then I have the Atlanta Falcons coming in last place at two and 15. Wow, I have them at three and 14. Okay, so who do you want to talk about in this division? Because I have... I have. Is there really anyone to talk about? Not really. <laughs> so Tampa, Tampa, I feel like, is the number one seed in the NFC. Um... The Saints... If anybody's just
0: questioning why we have them going, listen to this schedule. Dallas, Atlanta, at LA, which I have them losing. Me too. I have them beating New England, have them beating Miami, have them beating Philly, beating Chicago, beating New Orleans. None of those teams are world beaters, okay? Washington, I have them beating. The Giants, at Col- uh, the Colts, Atlanta. Uh, I have them beating Buffalo at home. Um, New Orleans, the only- I have them losing one of their games to Carolina.
1: I have them losing in New Orleans. Okay. That's so, the one loss I have. Right.
0: So their, their schedule is not difficult.
1: It's not at all. They're 5-1 and one in the division. They
0: could sleepwalk through that schedule and go... I feel like they could do what the Chiefs did last year. They could sleepwalk through their schedule and go like 15-1. and one.
1: Yeah. Their over-under for wins is kind of crazy, too. I think it's like 12.
0: Yeah. I, I just don't see it. I want. Let's talk about Carolina.
1: That's who I was going to say. Let's and, and let's
0: talk, talk about Atlanta because I'm going through Carolina's schedule and... Very similarly, like, to Baltimore, I feel the complete opposite way about Carolina. I feel like there's something brewing in Carolina, and I kind of like what's happening over there.
1: Why do you think I traded for DJ Moore this morning? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I don't know what it is. And I'm not even sure that Sam Darnold's the answer at quarterback. (laughs) But I kind of like what's happening there in a weird way. I, I do, too. Um... And it's not going to result in a playoff berth this season, but I think going forward into like 2022 and 2023, like I feel like, you know, as Tampa Bay starts to go on the downturn, mm-hmm. that Carolina is going to be that team that comes on the upswing. And um Can
1: I push back on you for a second really quick? Talk to me. I do think Sam Darnold's the guy. Do you really? Listen, in the preseason, he was electric. And I know that, like, we're going against like second and third string defensive players, but when was the last time Sam Darnold looked that accurate or looked that comfortable?
0: I'll tell you this it's the first time in his career Sam Darnold's had somebody to throw the ball to.
1: Like, he has a good team. Like, and granted, listen, the last time we saw something like this was Adam Gase and Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was given up from Miami for peanuts. Mm -hmm. And now Ryan Tannehill is this oh my God, he's a top 10 quarterback in the league news flash it was the same thing as it was with Sam Darnold the intangibles were there you saw it at times but for the most part you saw bad and with Ryan Tannehill it was injury and it's funny
0: because like they have like you know all the things that were checkmarked in
1: Tennessee are check like star running back check, check. yeah <laughs> star wide receiver check yeah like <laughs> like they have the team and i mean look young defense last year but they drafted very oh! well. Sorry. What? Duke
0: Johnson signing with the Jaguars. Let's go.
1: Sorry. Why? You uh, want to go, go pick him up?
0: No. no <laughs> but that's sick. Okay, continue. I apologize. I didn't even know he was a free agent. That's. Oh, they're signing him to his practice squad until he's ready, and they're going to put him on the active roster. Uh,
1: that's there's dope. Your, there's your Travis Etienne replacement.
0: Wow. All in. Okay, never no, mind.
1: Right. Anyway, so <laughs> you're right, though. I agree with you, Joe. There's something brewing in Carolina. That young defense was pretty good last year in yeah. spots. Matt Rule. He's a good coach. I, I think he's a, he he gets the message across. I
0: think yeah. I think he does. He think he just does, does an okay job. I and mean, you have
1: an owner who will stop wants at, to win. Wants to win. Who will stop at nothing to try to win. I yeah. can see them making a play for somebody like Michael Thomas midseason. Mm. I can see them making a play for a, a big time player that's available. Listen, mm. you're right. There is something brewing in Carolina, I, dude. I think that that team looks pretty good. Just for reference, if we're talking about the Carolina schedule, I have them starting off four and one. I have them beating the Jets, I've them beating the Saints, I've them beating the Texans. Three very winnable games for them. I have them losing to the Cowboys and I have them beating the Eagles. And their schedule gets a little dicey down the stretch. I have them like beating the Falcons in Atlanta, losing to the Patriots, losing to the Cardinals, losing to Washington, beating the Dolphins in Miami. They split with the Falcons. I have them losing to the Bills in Buffalo. I have them losing to the Buccaneers. I have them beating the Saints and I have them losing to the Buccaneers again. So their schedule for me does get a little dicey, which is why they end up seven and ten. But I think they start off real hot, like they did last year. They started off pretty well, so that's where I'm at with the with Carolina. And I have them zero and seven against winning teams, and seven and three against losing teams.
0: I think it's going to be fun to watch them play this year. they like, there's one, there's one of those teams that I'm gonna like. I would like to watch their games. Like if you know, like
1: if you an NFL Sunday Ticket, you yeah. turn on the Carolina game just to be like, ah, oh, what's going on in here? You know.
0: I want to talk about Atlanta. For the record, I have Atlanta getting the first overall pick in the draft this year.
1: Wow, they would actually get my fourth overall pick. They get your fourth. Yeah.
0: I have them getting the first overall pick.
1: Um,
0: This team's going to be terrible. Yeah, Horrible. They're going to be really bad. I'll be shocked if they come close to six wins.
1: They're not even going to sniff it. Not even within smelling distance. I just their schedule is hard too at times. I mean I mean I have them I have them losing to teams like Detroit. Me too. I have them losing to the Lions week sixteen. I have them losing to the Jets. I have them losing to Philly. Yep. I have them losing all the games they should win.
0: I have them beating two teams. I have them beating the Giants in week three and I haven't beaten the, the the Panthers in
1: weeks in, in uh in week eight. I have them beating Philly week one. And then it's just uh they go one and six.
0: But it's just, it's just it's gonna be a long, long year. I mean Poor Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is the next Matthew Stafford. Just waiting for that team. I think Matt I think here's another bold prediction. Okay. Next season, Matt Ryan is playing quarterback for the Denver Broncos.
1: Okay. I like that. So you're saying they miss out on Rodgers?
0: I think Rodgers comes back to Green Bay again. Okay. Uh, And I think that Ryan, the Falcons get the number one overall pick, and they draft one of these quarterbacks coming out, and they say, Matt, thank you for everything you've done. We almost won a Bowl with you. Now we're going to give you to a team who's a quarterback away.
1: We'll trade you to Denver. You know what, though? That's such bullshit. Because this past year they had the ultimate opportunity and one of the richest quarterback drafts in a long time. You're talking about this past uh, season. Atlanta? Yeah.
0: Well, they drafted Kyle Pitts. That was honestly, for me, that was a miss. So okay, can I I'm gonna stop you if any tracks for a second. Okay. Next season they have a rookie quarterback. Wouldn't you want to be a rookie
1: quarterback thrown into Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts? I get that, but at the same time, when are you gonna have a Justin Fields on the board? Okay, but hometown quarterback. I I hear you
0: I hear you I hear you I hear you I hear you. Matt Ryan's going to
1: waste away on a three and you know. Well, I have them at two anyway. and fifteen. But two I, and fifteen.
0: We're we're kind of on the same. I just their defense may be the worst defense in football. I agree. It's very very poor. Um, and they really did nothing to address it this this off season. Nope. Um, what was their biggest
1: move? They traded Julio Jones.
0: Yeah, I. I, I think it's going to be. A, a complete downward spiral for them. And they, it's not like it's... De- they were 4-12 last year. It's not like they're going like huge. But I think they're just going to look significantly
1: worse than they did last
0: yeah. year. So the rebuild has started in the ATL.
1: Do you want to go to the AFC West? Because I have... Yep. Let's do it. This is the most interesting one for me. All
0: right. Mm. Let me start then. Okay. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning division at 13-4. and four. Are they your one seed in the AFC? They're my two seed. Okay. My Buffalo Bills are the one seed. Gotcha, okay. I have the LA Chargers coming in second place at 11 and 6.
1: Wow, okay.
0: I have the Denver Broncos coming at third at 8 and 11. And I have the Vegas Raiders coming in fourth at 6 and 11. <laughs>
1: All right, Joe, are you ready for this? You definitely have the Raiders at like 1 and 15. Hold on to your seat for this. <laughs> I have the Chiefs winning the division All and right. being my number one seed in the AFC at 13 and 4. Okay, okay. I have the Chargers as a five seed at 13 and four. Oh, my God. Hold the phone. Okay. I have three playoff teams in this division. Joe. Oh, Teddy B making I, the playoffs? I have Denver going 10 and seven. Wow. And I have the Raiders as my number one overall pick in next year's draft going one and six.
0: Oh, my God, John. They're not that bad.
1: Come on. They're that bad.
0: They are not that bad.
1: <laughs> Joe, tell me where they got better.
0: Oh, okay. Let's go to Vegas. All right, we'll go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas because there's they're not that bad. They're not one in sixteen bad.
1: How, Joe, tell me this. Timeout before telling- you even go to them. Wait, are we really gonna have a disagreement over the Raiders right now? Wait, we tell- are. They're not. They're bad,
0: but they're not that
1: bad. Joe, they lost three offensive line starters. Okay, but they're not.
0: Be- they're not worse than Houston. They're not worse than Detroit. They might be worse. They're not worse than
1: Atlanta. Detroit is better than them. Let's
0: get bent. No,
1: they're not. Detroit is better than them. To me. In
0: what respect?
1: Joe, that team lost three players on the offensive line. Oh my they don't God. know what they're doing at running back. So who do you have them beating? <laughs>
0: you have them winning one game. So I
1: have them winning one game. I'll tell you who they beat. Yes. I got to find it. You're nuts. I have them beating the Broncos week You're 16.
0: Right. Oh, John. Oh, my God.
1: Tell me they're gonna beat the Ravens.
0: I have them beating I have them losing to Baltimore and Pittsburgh to start the season. I, I do have, too. I have them beating Miami. I don't. Oh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh I have them beating Chicago in week five. I have them beating Philly in week seven. Uh I have them uh beating <laughs> I can't say this. I've been beating Kansas City in week not in week ten. Jesus Christ! Because but. they split with Casey last year. I know it was their Super Bowl. I forgot. Um, I've been beating Cincinnati, and then I have them beating Denver. I've been splitting with Denver, but I have them six, six and eleven is a last place football team. I don't have. I don't think they I don't think I'm like
1: saying they're a good football team by any stretch. But you have them at one and sixteen. Joe, they have one of the toughest schedules I've seen. So I haven't beating. I not Well, I mean, it's just I don't see. I don't see them beating Miami. I don't see them winning a single game. You don't see the them chargers. beating anyone. I don't. I just I, I just don't see I don't see it. I don't see a team that got any better. I see a team that got worse. I see a team that has an offensive identity crisis. I see a team that does not have a wide receiver one. I see a team that, aside from Darren Waller, who I think will put up big numbers, there's nobody there. Josh Jacobs, they don't know how to use him. If you were confident in Josh Jacobs and you understood his skill set, you would not have gone out and gotten Kenyon Drake. There was everyone was clamoring the last few years for Josh Jacobs to get more involved with the passing game because he has very 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 good hands and he is very good in the passing game. You don't go out and you get Kenyon Drake, John. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. And here. Derek Carr, there is no confidence from that team or anybody. It seems like And Derek Carr, who could be a good quarterback, but I just uh, he gets too frazzled. He gets too lost. He's shell shocked since the injury just, in that team. I don't, he's just
0: frazzled. I don't think they're one win bad. I I could I have them six. I could see them going four and thirteen. I could see them going five and twelve.
1: Either way, I don't think even if they go one and sixteen, I don't think John Gruden's gone. I don't think Mike. He Mayock's signed a
0: ten year contract. They're
1: going anywhere. I think that they just take it as a the misstep. The guy that's on the whatever. hot seat
0: is Mike Mayock.
1: That's the guy that's on the hot seat. He's drafted He's had some of the worst drafts I've ever seen in my life. That's
0: the one thing I think that's the constant, is the Raiders have drafted, out of all 32 NFL franchises over the past, since John Gruden took over, the Raiders have drafted the worst out of any franchise, and that's not even up for discussion. Piss poor. Like, it has been horrible. And they're not involved in free agency. And you look at all the teams that have gotten better over the years, right? You look at... Kansas City, they got better through the draft, right? Obviously, you draft Mahomes. They got Tyreek Hill. They draft Hilaire. They draft uh, LeJarrius Sneed. They draft all these guys, right? Um, and they, they're active in free agency. Active in free agency. You look at a team like Washington, okay? Draft Chase Young. Draft Terry McLaurin. Draft Antonio Gibson.
1: Justin Simmons. Dra- no,
0: not, that's the Broncos. Um, no, who's the defense? Jonathan Montez, Abrams. Uh, John, no, that's that's the Raiders. Yeah, uh, Washington drafts uh, Montez Sweat. Yeah, right. They they draft Jonathan Allen. Right, Jonathan they, Allen. That's what I meant. They draft all these guys and look at them. Oh, oh my God, they have a very good defense. Well, no shit, because they drafted well. You know, even a team like, uh, um, even a team like uh, like Carolina, who we just talked about, who we spoke about before. Right? You draft DJ Moore. You draft um uh, uh all these uh, who's the guy on defense that they that they drafted? Uh Brian Burns. Um the and then, d- the uh the, the defensive uh, the defensive end.
1: And then there's a the defensive tackle that they drafted. Uh, they drafted
0: Jonathan uh not Jonathan Chin. Uh what the hell's Jeremy Chin.
1: Jeremy Chin, yes. And
0: then there they, was Derek um you know uh uh I got it. Hold on. I hear you. Know, he, but my point is the Raiders had an opportunity here to get a lot better. And they failed at that. And that's an indictment on the front office. So if anyone's going to lose their job this year in Vegas, and they might, let's be clear, they might.
1: Gross was drafted by them.
0: J.C. Horn. Yes, J.C. Horn. Okay, there you go. And Gross is another one. I do like him a lot. The defense is young and better, right? But if anyone's on the hot seat, let's. It's not. it's not the players, John. It's not the players. And it, Gruden's not going anywhere, but it's it's going to be Mayock. It's going to be the GM. You cannot draft Cle, Clellan Farrell, fourth Derek overall. Derek Brown, that's the guy. Yes, Derek Brown last year, who's very good for Seventh that. Seventh overall pick for me. Right? You draft Cleland Farrell, number four. You draft Jonathan Abrams at the back end of the first round. You draft Henry Ruggs before Jerry Judy comes off the board and CeeDee Lamb. You draft... Um. Uh. Who's the guy with the with with the with the red dreadlocks? Oh my god. Um. On their on in their defensive back. Is def- it Darian Conley? Yeah. No.
1: Darian uh, Conley's not even with the no,
0: team. Anymore. No. 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 It was another guy. Uh. Twenty nineteen. I think or twenty. Oh my god.
1: Ohio dri- State. He was
0: drafted in the uh. Arnett. Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett. Yep. That guy's horrific. He
1: was terrible. It was a terrible pick when they did it.
0: Like uh, and this year they drafted Alex Leverwood. Who was projected to go in the third round? They took him in the first round.
1: Who there was, Who else was on the board at that time? It was
0: just like Tevin Jenkins on the board. <sighs> Liam Eichenberg was on the board. It's just like guys who just, there's reaching, right? And we talk about fantasy football all the time, right? We, talk, we spoke about it a month ago. Don't be afraid to go up and get your
1: guy. But do it within your means. But Mike Mayock is doing this with an actual organization. It's a little different. Like, he he thinks that he's getting these good players. I mean, the best pick that they've had the last few years. I mean, Josh Jacobs, all right, which a lot of people are down on him this year. Who's the next best pick? Max Crosby? Mm. I mean, granted, Max Crosby, all credit to you, man, for where Hunter you Hunter Renfro? Hunter Renfro. I mean, good players, but at the same time, shit, man. You're These high picks come at such a premium, and you just wasted it. And I just I don't think this team is good. Yeah. All right. Let's move over to the last division in the Wait, Can we talk about Denver really quick? You want to talk about Denver? Sure. I want to talk about Denver. Two go seconds. for it.
0: I have, at, I have them at eight and nine. You have the 10 and seven. So I'm at 10 and
1: seven is my seven seed. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver is one of those teams, and we've been talking about it all year. They're a quarterback away. Yes. They are the Tampa Bay Bucks of the NFL right now. They are a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl champion, I feel like. That defense is stellar. Stellar. There's studs all over the board. You're getting Von Miller back, Bradley Chubb, Justin Simmons. Uh, just Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris. That team is incredible. I don't believe in the coach as much. I don't think Vic Fangio is the best coach in the world. I feel like he has a lot of mental gaffes when he's coaching. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of time management issues. But at the same time, they got better on the offense. You got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler. You got Javante Williams back there on Melvin Gordon. And now you got Teddy B, who for all accounts, Teddy B, Really good game manager. He's not going to make as many mental errors as Drew Locke. So I do see a team that makes the playoffs. I think they are one of those teams that missed the playoffs last year that makes it this year. Okay. I really do. All right. Quarterback, I'm telling you, if they had a quarterback, they they could potentially win this division. If they had somebody like an Aaron Rodgers, a Deshaun Watson, I could see them winning the division. Breaking news here at Perfect Spiral. Whoa, again.
0: <clears throat> Justice Hill tore his Achilles today for the Baltimore Ravens oh. and will miss the season Uh, that means that if you drafted Tyson Williams or picked him up in fantasy, John, don't even look. He's already on my roster.
1: No, I'm not even looking in your league. Oh,
0: well, he's in your league. He's on my roster. (laughs) Uh, Tyson Williams? (laughs) Yep. Tyson Williams. T-Y apostrophe S-O-N Williams. He is the number two running back now behind Gus Edwards. Expect him to get a lion's share of touches this year. I don't know who I want to draw. For the Baltimore Ravens. So...
1: God damn it, Joe. I don't know who to drop in this
0: league now. So there's that. Um, if he wasn't drafted in our league, then you have to bid for him, John, which is the whole best part. Now you can't just go and pick somebody up. So you do, I, got- <laughs> do I drop Higby for him?
1: I would not do that. No, right? No. All
0: right. right. Let's Speaking of Higby, let's go to the NFC West. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Let's start with myself. I doubt we're going to have a lot of uh, difference here, but let's see. Maybe we do. Um I have the LA Char- I have the LA Rams winning division at 12 and 5. I have the San Francisco 49ers coming in second place at 11 and 6. I have the Seattle Seahawks coming in third place at 11 and 6. And I have the Arizona Cardinals coming at 8 coming in fourth place at 8 and 9 and firing Cliff Kingsbury at the end of the
1: season. So this is my NFC team, my NFC division that has three playoffs teams.
0: So, but this one has three for me yeah. as well. So mm-hmm.
1: I have the Rams going fourteen and three. I have right. them as my two seed. I have the San Francisco 49ers going 13 and 4. Wow. Okay. My I have them at eleven seed. and six. Okay. I have Seattle going twelve and five, and they're my sixth seed. Mm-hmm. And I have Arizona the same eight and nine. Yeah. Middling franchise. Yeah,
0: I think uh I think Arizona finally pulls the plug on Cliff Kingsbury to the or So I think they're just they're kind of like, okay, need either make a move now or don't.
1: Yeah. Um, so are we going to talk about the Rams?
0: Uh, we could. I think we're kind of on the same page with a lot of these teams. We could we could briefly talk about the Rams. I just think the Rams are a team that uh, it's Super Bowl or bust for them. Um, I have them at 12 and 5. You have them at 14 and 3. I don't have them as high as you do. Um,
1: what seed are they for you?
0: For me, they're the number three seed.
1: Okay, they're my two seed.
0: I have them uh, starting off the season 4-0. and Me too. Beating off Chicago, Indianapolis, Tampa Bay, and Arizona before I have them losing to Seattle on Thursday Night Football. Um, I also have them losing in San Francisco. I have them losing in Green Bay. Me too. Uh, and I have them losing in Arizona. Okay, so I have them
1: going. And I have them losing in Baltimore in Week, se- in week 17. Through week, through week ten, I have them going nine and one. I have them and eight and two. Wait, no, I'm sorry, eight and two. Yep. yep, I have them losing in Seattle, and I have them losing in San Francisco. So do I. Okay, they have the same thing. I have them losing in Green Bay. Yep, I have them winning, beating Jacks. Like right. I have them splitting with Seattle and winning at home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: beating the Vikings, beating the Ravens,
0: mm-hmm. and I, I have them losing them. to the to the to the Ravens. Okay, and
1: I have them uh, splitting with San Francisco. Yeah, and winning at home.
0: Yeah, okay. So I think listen, the Rams are a team that uh I think the X factor for them is going to be their running game. Um we saw what Sean McVay's offense was without a running game. Mm-hmm. It was kind of bland and vanilla, right? Um and it was very Jekyll and Hyde. No cam makers this year for the Rams. So it's a lot of Darrell Henderson, it's a lot of uh it's a lot of Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that um I don't know if that answers the bell. That being said, I think the Matthew Stafford led offense is going to open up a whole new world that we've never seen before. I agree. I think Sean McVay is one of the most innovative coaches in football. They have an insanely good defense. And to me, that's what puts them over the edge, John. I agree. With that you. defense is going to win games by itself. Can you imagine? Think about this for a minute. They have an offense, okay, that has the potential to put up 30 points a game, okay? Mm-hmm. But just on the off chance that their offense has a bad game, no worries. We have Aaron Donald and we have, uh, You gotta fix that. Yeah, I definitely have to fix that. Um, we have what's uh, my trade? They have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, yeah, and everything else. But I just, I th- this team, I, as long as they could get middling things from, uh, i call it from um, Stafford, from Michelle and Henderson. I'd love Michelle this year. Then that would be, that would be great. I'm gonna. Uh, tr- make that I'm gonna uh, Reverse, reverse that, that move After yeah,
1: the- that's over Alright <clears throat> Who? Where are we going next I just We have a slight Fantasy conundrum right yeah, now Yeah I know right Um. So let's do the playoffs Okay Right so I'll
0: tell you who's in my playoffs And then you tell me who's in yours And we'll go We're gonna do my playoffs first And we'll do yours Or you wanna do your um, playoffs first and We'll
1: do mine We can do either way Okay I mean you can You could go first I'm, right, gonna let me just, do- I'm gonna write out my seeds While you do that Okay So Here are my seeds
0: In the AFC. I got the Bills as the number one seed. I have the Chiefs as the number two. I have the Titans as the number three. I have the Cleveland Browns as the number four. I have the LA Chargers as the number five. I have the uh, Baltimore Ravens as the number six. And I have the New England Patriots as the number seven. I have the Dolphins for the second year in a row just missing out on the playoffs. In the NFC, I have the Tampa Bay Bucks the number one. I have the Green Bay Packers, number two the LA Rams, number three, the Washington football team, number four, the San Francisco 49ers, number five, the Seattle Seahawks, number six, and the Dallas Cowboys, number seven,
1: with the eighth team being the New Orleans Saints. Okay, so I'm just I'm just writing mine out quick because I don't want to keep scrolling back and forth. That's fine. I'll go through my playoffs now. Okay, go ahead. My wild card weekend. Here's what we
0: got going on here. So a wild card weekend, the Bills, the Bills, and the Buccaneers would have the first round buys. Mm-hmm. So I have New England traveling to Kansas City in a Bill Belichick versus Andy Reid matchup in Kansas City. Mac Jones in his first ever playoff game going against Patrick Mahomes, and I had the Chiefs coming out on top. But I think it's gonna be a lot of closer. I had the final score being twenty three seventeen.
1: Well, I think, we're going like full-on scores. Okay, I didn't, I didn't go that I,
0: I could do that. That's fine. Uh, then I have the Ravens traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans in a 6-3 matchup, and I have the Titans beating the Ravens 31-20. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Chargers traveling to Cleveland in a 5-4 matchup, which to me may be the most anticipated matchup of the weekend. And I have the Chargers taking down Cleveland at home wow. 38-35. Wow. In a shootout.
1: Shootout. Justin Herbert gets his first win. Okay.
0: And then in the NFC, I have uh, the Bucks as the number one seed. I have the seven-seeded Cowboys going to Green Bay. And I have the boys taking down the pack 28-25 in Green Bay, avenging the Tony Romo-Des Bryant fiasco all
1: those years he ago. He does caught it.
0: uh then I have the Seahawks going into LA to face the Rams. I have the Rams winning that game 17 to 6.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh huh.
0: And then I have the 49ers going into Washington and beating the football team 20 to 14 to move on to the divisional round. Okay. In the divisional round, I have the Bucks taking on San Francisco at home. And I have them just narrowly beating the 49ers 24 to 17 to go to their second straight NFC title game. And then I have the Rams beating the Cowboys at home. 31 to 21 to travel to Tampa Bay to go to the NFC title game. In the AFC, I have the Titans going into Kansas City and I have the Chiefs beating the Titans 22 to 21 in a last second thriller. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last second thriller. And then I have the Chargers going into Buffalo in what at that time will be. So many people hopping on the Justin Herbert train. Just beating Cleveland, going into Buffalo. Can the kid do it again? Can he take down the potential MVP and Josh Allen? No, the Bills win that game, thirty-four to thirty. Wow, okay,
1: close, close game.
0: So you're high on the Chargers now, suddenly, just okay. like I was. Conference title game. So my last four teams standing. In the AFC, I have the Chiefs and the Bills. One and two seed, respectively. And then in the NFC, I have the Bucks and the Rams. The one and the three seed. Start with the NFC.
1: What's Tom Brady's kryptonite, John? A good defense. Good defensive line. What
0: do the Rams have? A very good defensive line. I have the Rams beating the Bucks, 27-23 in the NFC title
1: game. Matt Stafford goes to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And then...
0: Over in Buffalo, the Bills host an AFC title game for the first time since 1993, I think.
1: 92. Useless football information. It's probably right.
0: And I have the Chiefs beating them in Buffalo. 31 to 30. Wow. So I have Super Bowl 56 being the Los Angeles Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs who are trying to avenge their Super Bowl. John, who do I have winning?
1: You have the Rams winning the Super Bowl. You think so? Yeah.
0: So let me be clear. This game would be great. You know why this game would be great? Because do you remember that Monday Night Football game? Oh, my. Where we were supposed a couple couple to get this ago? Super
1: Bowl? Yes.
0: And it was like the Rams won 54-51. Absolute shootout. One Amazing of the best Monday game. Night Football games ever. I have a repeat of that game to a degree. But I do have Mahomes lifting up his second Lombardi trophy in three years. And I have the Chiefs beating the Rams 41-35. to In Super Bowl 56
1: That was incredible Joe just went full drama mode And gave us his entire thing So I didn't go that crazy I'm just going to give you My seedings And then I'm going to give you Who I think is going to win the Super Bowl I'm all for it Go for it So my one This is how the NFC goes for me My one seed is Tampa Bay My number two is the Rams My number three is Green Bay My number four is Washington Five is San Francisco Six is Seattle And number seven Is my Minnesota Vikings In the AFC It's Kansas City Cleveland New England Indy Chargers, Buffalo, and Denver. Okay, I'm mm. gonna tell you right now what I think the Super Bowl is gonna be. I think it's gonna be a rematch. Do I, you really? I mean, it's gonna be Tampa versus Kansas City. So again. we both have KC in the Super Bowl again. We both have KC in the Super Bowl again. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Don't do, don't do it. I don't want to make the easy pick, but I think that it is the easy pick this year.
0: You really think Tampa wins again?
1: I think Tom wins his eight. Oh and my I think God. I, I, dude. I'm telling you, I think Tom wins eight. This team was, listen, I'm going to give you my reason why. Tell me. I'm all for it. This Tampa team was a year ahead of schedule. A year ahead of schedule. You got to remember, when he went in there, there was a lot of, oh, him and Arians don't get along. Oh, this team isn't clicking. Oh, Tom can't figure it out. Oh, what's going on? Oh, the protection's not right. Oh, the receivers don't know where he's throwing the ball. They've had an entire year together. They're that much closer. Antonio Brown only came in at the end of last year. Mm. This team is unbelievable, unbelievable. I think Tom wins eight. I think it is the fairy tale ending for an NFL player who's had the fairy tale career. You think he retires at the end? Of the season? I think he retires at the end of the season. I feel like if he wins eight, he retires. Wow! And I think that's it. I think that's the end. I think. I think this is the end. Mm-mm-mm. And I think. Listen, I'm not saying him being it's gonna, on the Madden cover is like a little hint. Like, hey, this is like, guy Like him and Mahomes, like <laughs> sitting together. And you know what's funny, Joe? You know what I was thinking. After so after that game when New England beat Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl when Tom won his last one in New England Mm. with the with the offsides, with the D Ford offsides. Right. What do you think he told Mahomes in that game after the end of that game? I don't know. He said, I'm gonna beat you again or something like that. Something crazy. Like, or it's like that Michael Jordan with Larry Bird in the last dance. It's like fuck you, you bitch. Like (laughs) (laughs) But no, I have Tampa winning the Super Bowl again this year. I don't um I just don't think anyone's close. I think the Rams are close. I think the Rams can do it, but at the same time, listen, it's Tom's to lose, man. It's Tom's to lose. <laughs> you bring back all 22 starters on a Super Bowl team? That's no joke. All well, right.
0: folks, those are our predictions. We'll post them on Twitter so everybody could hold them to us. We're going to take one more break. When we come back, we're going to do our awards predictions, and then it is time for Game Picks, baby. I am ready. Are you? John, are you ready for Game Picks? Oh, I'm so ready. Let's do it. We'll be right back on Perfect Spiral. All right, folks, we're back here for our third and final segment of Perfect Spiral today. Uh I am your co-host, Joe Miglio, and I have John McCarthy over here. If you're just joining us, hopefully you listen to our whole shebang. We just had our prediction segment, which was electric. Electric. And now we're gonna get to our award segment before we go to our final segment, which is our weekly picks. John, we're almost done with our predictions. Let us do our awards ceremony now. You want me
1: to take, you want me to take. First first, uh, go first, first dibs, crack baby. at this First dibs Alright so am I just going through all of them I'll tell you which ones I I'll, I'll go through the category You tell me what you want Okay go ahead MVP Josh Allen
0: Okay fair enough Coach of the year Bill Belichick Wow Well that makes sense Based on you what you said
1: Yeah Big B BB BB
0: Offensive player of the year Josh Allen Okay Interesting Defensive player of the year Chase Young you said that a couple
1: of weeks ago. I did right? say that a couple of weeks okay. ago.
0: Offensive rookie of the year. Matt Jones. You son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Defensive rookie of the year.
1: Patrick Sertan.
0: Wow. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. You ready for mine? Wait, do you want comeback player of the year? Oh, I didn't do comeback. Yes, go for
1: it. Dak Prescott.
0: Okay. I, we didn't do comeback, but that's fair. I I'll I was I'll do I'll do Dak too. That's pretty easy. All right. MVP for me.
1: Is Matthew Stafford. Interesting. Okay. I like that pick.
0: Okay. Based off what I said before, and if you listen to my predictions, you would know why. My coach of the year is Brandon Staley, who is the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. I think he wins coach of the year. Offensive player of the year, John and I agree. I also believe it's Josh Allen. Okay. Defensive player of the year. I feel like John may jump out of his shoes with this one. He's going to like it so much. Bradley Chubb.
1: Interesting. Okay. Okay. I do like that one. I think Bradley Chubb becomes Von Miller this season.
0: Offensive Rookie of the Year. I was deciding between Najee Harris and Trevor Lawrence, but I went with Trevor Lawrence because they had the better record and I think he has a better year. Defensive Player of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. I have Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa. Out of the Cleveland Browns
1: organization. By the way, he's looked fantastic in the preseason.
0: Yeah, well, we said that like for a month, so <laughs> I don't know why. People will be surprised. So those are our picks. John and I agreed on one thing. That would be Josh Allen being the Offensive Player of the Year. John also has him being the MVP. So we'll see what happens there. Um, all right. It's the moment I've been waiting is for. It time? It is time. Spencer, cue the music. <laughs> You know that like word, it's like (laughs) so. It is our first pig segment of the year, folks. This is how it's gonna work John and I are going to pick five games a week, uh, with spreads. Okay, and how we're gonna do it, we're gonna keep a point system, right? So each week we get a point for each game that we get, get whatever. Um, not a big deal, but at the end of the year. We'll figure something out. The loser will have to do something, whatever that. And means.
1: you know what's crazy is I'm, I'm I'm adding an extra layer to this because every week I'm announcing this on the pod right now. Mm. Every week I'm going to the Fanduel sports book, <laughs> and I'm putting down a twenty dollar bet on the games that were on the games that I I want to I want to pick. Okay, and it just adds an extra layer of fun. I like if that. I, if I win a million dollars on the podcast, that's I win great. Million dollars on the podcast, but I have I'm going to go through my. I mean, I have an, a seven leg and an eight leg parlay. All right, so we're doing five games. So pick five. All game. right, we'll do five. So I'll I'll just
0: go through five of them. So pick five. five. So we'll go game for game. Okay. Okay. So let's go, let's go. We're both we're gonna we're both gonna. Uh, no, this is
1: according to the spreads, by the way. We're going, according, according, to according
0: to the spreads. spreads. We're also gonna pick the winners of the games. So we'll let you know what the spreads. Yes. Okay. Are. okay. We both said we were gonna do the Cowboys Bucks game. Yes. It's the inaugural game, so let's do that first. What do you have for Cowboys Bucks so Thursday night?
1: I have Tampa winning the game. And I took Tampa minus seven and a half. Okay. I feel like I like that even more now with Zach Martin being out. Um I just like I like that seven and a half. I feel like they win that game by more than seven.
0: I also have the Bucks covering the seven and a half against Dallas. I like the Buccaneers' first game at home since winning Super Bowl. Tom Brady going against the Dallas Cowboys. Again, Dak Prescott throwing his first pass since week six in a real game before he got hurt. No Zach Martin. Uh defense is still a work in progress. Um, they had that COVID outbreak in the facility a couple of weeks ago. I don't, I feel like it's kind of like a perfect storm for Tampa Bay. I just kind of, I think Dallas is going to keep it close in the beginning, but I think toward the second half, Tampa Bay just roll away with it.
1: I think ultimately Tampa Bay wins by about 10.
0: I got Tampa Bay. I was going to say, I got Tampa, I got, I got Tampa Bay winning 34 24. Yeah. 10, so 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. that's what I got going
1: there. Uh, what's your second game? So my second game is I'm taking Minnesota minus three and a half against Cincinnati. Okay. Um, It's in Cincinnati, but I do feel like Kirk Cousins against typically losing teams, I like that. Mm. I also like how that team just did not get any better. I feel like they do cover that three and a half. Okay. I feel like they win by seven.
0: (laughs) You win by seven. Okay. I I am going to go to Jacksonville. Okay. And not what you think, though. I'm going to go to Jacksonville, the city. Because that is where the Saints are playing the Green Bay Packers this week because of Hurricane Ida. Okay. And because they are playing that game in Jacksonville, Florida, and they are not playing that game in uh, the Superdome, I am going to go with the Green Bay Packers, who are currently minus four uh, to defeat the Saints, and I think the Packers are going to cover that spread If this game was in New Orleans, I would have not even touched this game. But because it's not in New Orleans, I feel that much more confident to go with Green Bay winning week one over the Saints. Um, I
1: like that. Okay.
0: I don't think the Saints are a bad football team. I think they're an average football team. But this game's at a neutral site. They could say it's a Saints home game all they want. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it's not. But it is at a neutral site. You put this game at a neutral site. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers over Jameis Winston any day of the week.
1: Gotcha. So I'm taking the
0: Packers minus four. What do you got?
1: You want my third? I want your third. Okay, so my third, I took Carolina minus five against the Jets. Oh, I, the you game go- is in Carolina. He's
0: going balls to the wall there. I like that. Oh, I, I going that, That's a the game wall. I looked at. And I said, nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, listen, ca- in Carolina, Sam Darnold revenge game. I think the Jets can win that game. I really do. Listen, I just, I, I like Carolina. I, like I know Carolina. you do. I know. I, I mean, after we spoke about it earlier, I like it even more. So I took Carolina minus five on that.
0: Okay. I am going to go to the uh, west side of the country. Okay, I'm going to go to California, and I'm going to take the Rams minus seven over the Chicago Bears
1: on Sunday Night Football. You like that? I do. I took that too on here.
0: I I think the Rams are going to absolutely annihilate the Bears. Yeah, um, I agree. I think, I think Andy Dalton has a bad day. I, I think it's just going to be. Oh, I think it's going to be a, a, a. I think it, it's going to be like third degree manslaughter. I feel like. I agree um, too. I think the Rams win that game like 42 to 10 or something like that. I think it's brutal. Um, First game at SoFi Stadium with fans. Yep. So that'd be interesting. But I think the Rams absolutely troll the Bears on Sunday Night Football. I agree. The Rams minus seven.
1: All right. So another one I took, which is interesting because this is actually going to be the first time we kind of, where I take the spread, but I don't pick the winner. Okay. So I took Cleveland plus six and a half. Okay. And I took this this across both my parlay sheets. Right. I don't think Kansas City is going to cover the spread on this. But you think they're going to win? I feel like Kansas City's going to win close game by three. I don't think that they cover the spread on this. I feel like the Browns... The Browns... Listen, people need to get this through their heads. The Browns are a good team. The Browns are a very good football team. Odell Beckham is coming back his first game since last year. Mm-hmm. I feel like they come out the gates hot. I feel like maybe they have Kansas City against the ropes at times. I can even, I'm going to take Kansas City to win because I feel like that's just the pick. I feel like that's just a safe pick. Mm-hmm. But I do like... The Browns, plus six and a half. I just don't think Kansas is going to cover that. Okay.
0: I'm going to... This pains me to do this, but I'm going to take the Titans minus three over the Cardinals at home. Um, I think that the Titans are a better football team than Arizona. I think they're going to go... Uh, They're going to go all hands on deck in week one. They're going to show off Julio Jones, their new little toy. Um, I think that the Cardinals are a much different team on the road than they are at home. I don't think a year removed changes that at all. Yeah. Um, I think the I think it'll be close for a while, but I do think Tennessee uh wins that game by about seven to ten points, and I like them. Minus three for me is a little small for that game. I like the Tennessee Titans. All right. Last it's, one. Last one. Upset special. So you have to pick a team that's not favored.
1: A team that's not favored. Okay. All right, because I have all. Let me let me go then. Let me look because I have all favorites on this sheet except for Cleveland. Okay, I'll go first then. Okay,
0: my upset special is the Cincinnati Bengals covering against the Minnesota Vikings in Week One at home. Don't say that, Joe. They I have the minus three and a half. They have the Bengals are plus three right now. I have the Bengals winning outright in that game. I think the Joe Burrow return story comes to fruition. I like their offense, John. You know how I feel about Joe Mixon. You know how I feel about their wide receiver core. Their defense is a work in progress, granted. But we I already spoke to you about how I feel about Minnesota. I think Minnesota doesn't win this game. I think they lose this game. I think it's a last-second field goal type of game. Uh, but I think I—I kind of like Cincinnati in this game. I, I, I think Cincinnati could pull off the upset here. So I'm going to go Cincinnati plus three over the Vikings.
1: Okay. This isn't much of an upset. Is it upsetting the spread? It's an upset I mean not really. No, they're the favorite though. See uh, See I'm having a little trouble here with this because Okay.
0: Take right. a shot in the All dark. Right. All right. I'll take, take a a shot. Sh- I'll take a
1: shot in the dark. I think Washington beats the Chargers. Eh, they're not favored. They're not favored. Wow. The Chargers are favored by one. Now, you know what's funny? I'll say this. So I think I think Washington could win that game. Okay. Um, but I and I did take Washington actually. I took them on my other one, um, the money line. Okay. Uh but you know what's funny, Joe? I'm looking at this right now. That Cleveland, Kansas City line moved. To what? Minus six. Did it really? Yeah. And, and and so did the Jacksonville Texans. To what? Minus three. So the Jaguars now favored by three? Yeah. Wow. And I took them at minus two and a half on here. I would not touch that game <laughs> at all. I mean, I'm happy I have them at minus two and a half. And the Rams line moved. To what? Minus seven and a half. Yeah, so they went up another half point. I mean, I
0: we're gonna stick with what we have here. So I have them at seven. So let's I'm recap. Seven so I got Bucks minus seven and a half. Uh, I like Green Bay minus four over the Saints. I like the Rams minus seven over the Bears. I like the Titans minus three over the Cardinals. And I like the Bengals plus three over the Vikings. John, you want to give the folks one yeah. more shot?
1: So I have the Bucks minus seven and a half. Right. We'll agree there. I have Viking, Vikings minus three and a half against the Bengals. I have the Panthers minus five. I have a San Francisco minus seven and a half. And I have Seattle minus two and a half. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I took, uh, that's another one I had, but I didn't take that. I took Cleveland plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. Then you took Washington. Washington wrote, on the money line. On yep. the money line. Okay. Well. Wow. That
0: will do it, folks. We are ready for the season. I can't wait. It comes up in a couple of days. Good God. Um, we've waited a long time. When me and John started this podcast back in March, we were we were waiting for this week. This, this We time. were waiting for this week to commence, and it's finally here. NFL football is coming back on Thursday. The games count. Sunday, you get a full slate of football games. I can't wait. I'm stoked, man. I know.
1: Me too. Any last words for the folks at home? Nah, man. This was fantastic. Listen, guys, if you like this episode, just get ready. Every single week, we are coming with the heavy hitters. We are going to have picks. And also, I just want to make an announcement here on the pod. Talk to me, baby. So, the TikTok's been a little quiet. <laughs> We've had some stuff cooking, some stuff brewing. I'm starting the Maddie's picks this week. I'm starting the Maddie's picks. What I'm going to do is, and I mean, join in too. It'll be just be a little fun, little tiny segment. I'm going to do me versus my dog with picks. I'm going to let her pick five games. Five games? I'm going to let her pick five games. I'm going to put a treat in each hand, and I'm going to pick which hand is each team. And whatever hand that she likes more, that's her pick. And I'm going to keep track of it throughout the season. Um... Who, who's better at it Us or Maddie? So If you like dogs You'll enjoy that That's kind of fun Maybe my mom will record it too I don't know I could get her to help out You might hear a yell Or something I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well folks Let us know what you think About the podcast Remember Rate, review, and subscribe On any way Listen to the podcast Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora That's all we got today For John McCarthy My name is Joe Miglio And have a Happy Football Sunday
1: Happy football everybody